Slowly but surely, the Warriors are gaining momentum behind an amazing run by the babyface assassin Stephen Curry. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catching Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, with my splash bro, co-host Zach. You know, like we already said, MVP Steph and all that, but this past few games, man, you know, just round of applause to Steph Curry. Just amazing. Amazing. Yeah, he's the Warriors all-time scoring leader past Walt Chamberlain. So congrats to Wardell. From my heart, I say congratulations one of my favorite players of all time. Um, he's single-handedly carrying this Warriors squad. And we have three games to recap. <laughs> we actually got three W's to recap. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It feels in good. This, in this feels new episode. Good. So here we go. Without Let's further get ado. Let's get started, baby. All right. So the first game that we're going to be recapping is the Rockets game. Uh, The Warriors came out with a W after their disappointing loss against the Washington Wizards, pulling out a 125-109 to win behind Steph Curry's 38 points and second-leading scorer on the team, Andrew Wiggins. But, you know, the really unfortunate thing was James Wiseman. Um, You know, he tried going up for a dunk, and he landed pretty bad on it. Well, not bad, but he landed awkwardly on his right leg, and... Um, as of recording, we know that it's a torn meniscus. So you got to feel for the dude. Like, you know, he was starting to um, get in a groove, right, Zach? And, you know, all of a sudden it's just kind of, you know, it's like stay, taking steps backwards. And you kind of hate to see a rookie go through all that. So, you know, we hope James recovers. But this is really rough for James, obviously. Yeah, and I, yeah. Um, he was just gaining his momentum. Uh, he... I think these past few stretch of games, he's probably looked the best since the beginning of the year. Um, I think this also changes the Warriors' off-season plans as Wiseman will have surgery on the torn right meniscus. And that'll change their off-season plans because I don't think, one, I don't think they're going to get rid of James Wiseman. Two, I don't think... If they wanted to get rid of him, I don't think a team would take a rookie coming off that kind of injury. So yeah. I think that changes their offseason plans. That keeps them limited. And that also does benefit them that they'll still have a rookie contract um, on hand. So it won't take up much cap space. But they need to build a contender around Steph. So they have to take that into consideration. I think James Weissman will most certainly probably be on this roster next year which I think is a good thing. I think there's been rumors that he's training with Kevin Garnett this summer, which I think will be a good thing for him. Um, there's a lot of people want, who in the draft process saying that he's his play style is compared to Kevin Garnett. Will he be like Kevin Garnett? Who knows? But it's tough. You got to feel for James, honestly. It's, yeah. yeah, for sure tough to miss training camp in the preseason due to COVID, then it's tough to go through that wrist injury, then it's tough to miss that COVID test and get benched for some 
reason. Odd reason. <laughs> and then it's you're playing at a high level. You're one. finally starting to do pick and rolls for, for finally. And then just an awkward landing. Now you've torn your right meniscus. And now your rookie year is over. And now you have to go through all that rehab and try to get better without seeing in-game action. So it's a tough blow for Wiseman. Like, so that means the Warriors will be going small ball the rest of the way. Small ball it is. Mm. I want to ask you a question, Zach. I want to ask you a question, Zach. Like, you know, the Warriors have been tangling between like development or like, you know, a playoff push. And, you know, I know I don't want to be like, like um, pessimistic, but do you think um, the unfortunate injury to James Wiseman solidifies the um, the direction for this season for the Warriors? Like a playoff push is this for sure that, you know, we're going to be seeing from this. Yeah. I think Steve Kershaw wins. So. I think Steve Kershaw wins now. Um, like Draymond says, um, to quote him, let me pull up the, I'll pull up the quote in the, I'm pulling up the quote right now. It was something about a playing game for context, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, it was about okay. the playing tournament, but the Warriors right now, they're currently sitting in 10th. They no, are they're in 19, 19. 19 now. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think because uh, um, the Spurs, the Spurs a loss against Toronto. So we've been taking the close eye on the other um, playing um, teams, like the Spurs, the Grizzlies, the Mavs, we've just been, you know, taking an eye and see, you know, where the Warriors are at. And, you know, um, with the losses, um, as of recording to of the Mavs, no, the Grizzlies and the Spurs, the Warriors move up one to the ninth seed. So it's just continuing that momentum. Um, you know, of course, you know, got a great stretch of games. You know, we're on a three-game win streak. And, you know, just keeping that momentum. Um, my brother, Zach, you got that quote pulled up yet? Yeah, uh, so Draymond earlier today, about the, when he was asked about monitoring the plans landings from the Athletic Zone, Anthony Slater, who we love giving information to all of our viewers on the Instagram page. I saw that Luca don't like it. I saw that Mark Cuban don't like it. That's as much as I pay attention to plan standings. So obviously we know where Draymond sits at the playing tournament. He thinks it's stupid. Um, but Steve Kerr says that it's something that he's hyped up for and that we should get to so currently the Warriors are ninth so they would be playing the 10th seed and the winner of that game would be the eighth seed in the Western Conference that would most likely play the Utah Jazz they would have um, to play the loser of the seventh and eighth seed just for clarification to those who um don't uh, like the yeah play. I don't I don't know the play yeah it's kind of confusing honestly. it's kind of confusing I'm kind of in Draymond's boat I don't see the point of it honestly I'd rather just it's be for ratings brother it's for ratings yeah I understand them being into its ratings up but it you need I don't let's keep yeah. it the same please it makes sense yeah I mean it I'm was fun for boat. um it was fun um in the bubble with uh Lillard and the uh, I think Portland and uh Memphis but um obviously with a shortened season it was it was with a shortened season you know and you know um you don't want to put wear and tear on the these players bodies so i guess it's just all about the money and it's all been about the money these days so um yep steph helps the nba's ratings that is a proven fact yeah that's that's indisputable so 
Uh, moving on from the Rockets W, we move on to the Nuggets W. Um, when the Warriors needed Steph the most, he delivered. The Warriors came in, um, you know, they were kind of underdogs in this game. Uh, they won uh, 116 to 107 with Steph Curry dropping 53 points and becoming the number one franchise leader in points, passing the great Wilt Chamberlain. And, you know, it's just a testament to what Steph has done for this franchise. Uh, we all know that, um, but it's just, do the media members know that? And I don't think Steph even cares. But all in all, great performance from Steph. But I do want to give a shout out to Draymond Green for his aggressiveness, Zach. If you want to touch on uh, Draymond's uh, aggressiveness, be my guest. Draymond's aggressive again. It's 2016 Draymond never left, honestly. 2016 Draymond's always been there. It was just... uh, I don't honestly know, man. He's taking her to the rack. He's dunking. He's getting guys open. He's shooting. Draymond's like... Who knows? I'm not at a loss for words. I just, Draymond's back. 2016, Draymond's back. I just wanted to to point out, like, you know, every, you know, every time Steph gets doubled and, you know, he passes it off to Dre, he always, like, does this thing where he just doesn't always, like, looks to pass. And he always passes up, like, an easy layup and floater. And we've been trying to emphasize how Draymond should, you know, take those shots and make teams respect that floater um, layup aspect. And he's been, you know, slowly beginning to do that. And I'm, you know, happy to see that, you know, Um, his aggressiveness is great. You know, his defense has always been there, but it was just the offensive side that was lacking, right, my brother? So, um, shoot, my headphones. But um, it was just great, great performance from everyone. It was mainly Steph who carried this team um, because I think everyone else shot pretty poorly, um, I don't want to get the percentages wrong, but I think Steph carried that team tonight. Well, he's been carrying, he's been carrying this team this entire season, Zach. So <laughs> it was just um, great performance all around. So before we go to our third and final game of this episode, let's first hear a word from our sponsor. So the third win came on. Around three hours ago on Wednesday night, where the Warriors played the Thunder, as my microphone falls, it's okay though, right? I think yeah, you're good. good. Yeah, you're yeah, good. we're freaking good. All right, let's go. Uh, so the Warriors <laughs> played the Thunder. Steph once again scored forty-two points in three quarters. Um, he got the over for me. Got me eighteen bucks. Thank you, Wardell. Appreciate it. Um. Yeah, that was the right bet. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were just kind of like doing some bets. Um, you know, um, shout out to uh, Underdog Fantasy for um, for the for the plug. Uh, we're not sponsored, but um, uh, just shout out to their app. It was pretty good. It's a pretty good app um, for those who are looking. Everyone, go to download it. The betting world. Go download it if you want to. It's called Underdog Fantasy. It's on the App Store. Not sponsored, but that's just a shout out from us. But um, aside from that, um, if sorry if I cut you off there, Zach. But like, um, I just love this game. 
I feel like this was kind of like a statement game. Obviously, it's against the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are just in a rebuild situation right now. But you kind of love to see um, momentum. And that's what um, it's been uh, this season's all about, just trying to gain momentum. Um, the Warriors have been struggling to do that, and they finally, finally seem like a smidget of momentum moving forward. This is their second three-game winning streak, Zach, if I'm, a, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Um, but it, it was just great performances. Um, obviously, Steph, you know, you're, this is the Steph we all love to see. And just great performance. I got no words to say. It was just a great game. Um, we got to see everyone else play as Gary Payne, the second, you know, Jordan Poole is trying to find his confidence again after he's been struggling a little bit. Um, Zach, I do want to ask you about like, you know, Jordan Poole's little struggles. Like, um, is it just a confidence thing? Is it a mental thing? He's been struggling a little bit from three, but I feel like he's just been, you know, just shooting like, I think he does sometimes. too much, honestly. You think? Yeah. I think he does too much. You just pull up and shoot it. Get the inner stuff in you out. Let's go. Pull up and just shoot it. I think he does too. I think he tries to. I think he comes. I think Steve's main goal for him is to come in and run the offense. Or he could be the two guard. But I think when he's hot, he can actually he can shoot the ball lights out. And I think he needs to keep, just keep shooting, in my opinion. Um but overall, I thought the it was a good three-game winning streak for the Warriors. Um, the Thunder, not surprised by the outcome since the Thunder are basically a team with a lot of young talent and a lot of G League guys. And then you got Al Horford riding the bench who can't get on another team because of his horrible contract situation. So my heart goes out to Al. Um, he's getting the bag though, bro. He's getting the bag to sit down. I mean, that's living the is, dream. He is getting the bag to just sit on the bench, but he also <laughs> has, he also has to live in Oklahoma City. So, ooh, that was not a dig. I hope that was not a dig to Oklahoma City. That's not that's not a dig to Oklahoma City. I'm just I'm just stating. I mean, if you're getting paid that much money, I wouldn't mind living in Oklahoma City to get paid all that money, but. Uh, I think it's just surprising how the Thunder went from Katie's Russell surge like five years ago, and now they're this. I think I find that quite surprising, honestly. Mm. Um, I think it all went downhill after Katie left because you had Russ by himself. He won the MVP that year. Then you put uh pandemic p on the thunder and then you add mellow and i think dame that was the series where dame knocked him out of the playoffs in five and he did the little bye-bye thing go home yeah um so it's been rough for thunders fans i feel for him the loss in 2012 to the heat in the finals for lebron to get his first uh championship well Thunder are in good hands with Sam Presti because Sam Presti loves like some picks. Like He's got 17, 17 first-round picks in like the next three years or something like that. This Five guy years. is crazy. Thunder, they got a bright future ahead of them with draft picks. That's a good thing. But the Warriors are now 27 and 28 and are currently sitting in ninth place in the West. 
Uh, they play stretch of games. They got a good yeah. stretch of games that are they play possibly winnable. Thursday night against the Cavs. And then Saturday night, ABC primetime against the uh, Celtics, who have been struggling this year, but got a big win against Portland on Tuesday. And then I don't know. I think it's Monday or Tuesday they play the Sixers in Philadelphia. I haven't pulled up. It's yeah. the 76ers on Monday and the Wizards on Wednesday. So, so I think, the, I think the Warriors that, can. Yeah, that was probably my question. Yeah. I think the Warriors go two and two or three and one. I th- I don't yeah. think that I don't think they beat the Sixers. Yeah, um, you're playing small ball against Embiid, who's playing like an MVP caliber player. Now you're not going to win, I don't think. No. Um, I think they s- s- were doing playing amazing again. They got back into the game against the Wizards, and then it all fell. They were playing great basketball until the final 30 seconds, so I think that can be a W against the Wizards. And I think you can, you can beat the Celtics, and you should just beat the honestly, Cavs. So. Honestly, what Celtics we get that day, it just depends, honestly. So I think 3-1, and 2-2, two and two, I'll be satisfied yeah, with either. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's a good, you know, good start, you know. But, you know, if they can get as many wins as possible for the Warriors, that that's just be – Great. Just get yeah. at least two wins. Two wins. That's all we're Who asking. Knows? If Steph comes out and averages forty points across all those four games and they go four and zero, so be it. I'll take it. But uh, Steph is right now single handedly carrying the Warriors, so I won't be surprised. Um, but who knows what will happen? Hoping for three and one or two and two. So carry that momentum. Got to carry the momentum before. I think we got like what. 18 19 games left has got to carry that consistency which has been a problem for this warriors is consistency so the big question before we end the podcast is can they stay consistent yes there we go steve kerr will promise us that we're that they're going to go on a run i i believe him i believe steve so I think the Warriors will probably make the play in tournament. I don't think they'll get – I think they'll probably be nine or eight, but that's my prediction, so nine bad. or eight. And they're like 38 and 34, 37 and 35. That's my prediction probably. If somehow Steph is able to lead this team to a sixth seed, he should win MVP, honestly. Book it. Book it. It's, it's going to be hard, but if he can – He's MVP. There's no uh, doubt about it. Yeah, but. I highly doubt it with how Embiid and Jokic are playing. But yeah, for sure, he'll probably win it next year <laughs> when he has some other superstar on his team because the front office is supposed to do something, and they said that they're going to do something. So he'll win MVP. He'll be the 2022 MVP, and you guys can come back to this episode and listen to me saying that when he wins it. So <laughs> this is the receipts right here. Uh, episode 32. Keep the receipts, ladies and gentlemen. Keep the receipts. <laughs> All right. And this will conclude episode number 32 of the Catching Dubs podcast. Make sure you follow us on our socials on Instagram at Catching Dubs Pod and on Twitter at Dubs Pod. Make sure you leave a five star rating on the Apple podcast. Uh, make sure you do- check out everything. Catching Dubs Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Check out the link tree. Go to different platforms. Um, listen to podcasts. Any podcasts. Now I'm just rambling. 
Um, <laughs> make sure you check out the Warriors on Thursday night against the Cavs. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you all for listening. See y'all later.